Hello and welcome to I Can't Believe It's Not The Mouse, the podcast all about animation not made by the mouse. I'm your host, Dr. Randall Macias, and today, look, I know that this is very late, even by recording. I've missed Hanukkah. Why is it then that I'm going to be talking about Eight Crazy Nights? Yes, I'm talking about the Adam Sandler movie, Eight Crazy Nights. I could have waited until the next Hanukkah, but I figured, you know what, I just saw the movie... I kind of want to talk about it, so I'm going to talk about it. By the time this airs, this is definitely going to be way too late, but eh, you know what? If the conversation is good enough, it shouldn't matter when exactly it comes out. I do think in future um, future listenings that you'll probably listen to this more during that time period, but look, I, I just got to get this out now before I get anything out of it. I mean, look, m- maybe I'll do another... Hanukkah episode um, next year. Like I said, I'm not against revisiting uh, movies if I have like a special guest or anything like that. But for now, yes, this is the Eight Crazy Nights episode in a completely wrong time period. Oh well, Eight Crazy Nights. It's become a bit of a holiday classic. Not so much that people actually think it's good. A lot of people do not like this movie. But then again, there are some people who do enjoy it. I mean, this movie plays regularly on TV, from what I've noticed, during the holiday season. And unfortunately, whether people like it or not, this is the de facto Hanukkah movie. Not saying that there are no other movies that focus on Hanukkah, but realistically, how many Hanukkah movies can you think of? I'm so sorry for my Jewish audience. And yet, at the same time, I can't say it's the worst thing I've ever seen. Like, okay, look, just to be upfront, I do not like this movie for the reasons that one would like the movie. I do enjoy watching the movie, but it's for the unintentional laughs, the animation, which is genuinely good. Uh, I'll be upfront on that, and most people have been upfront on that. The animation on this movie is really good. Like, to a point where it's like, why did they put it on this movie specifically? But, yeah, this is a well-animated movie that does get some laughs out of me, but unintentionally. I don't laugh at the stuff that they wanted me to laugh at. I laugh at the stuff that I'm just questioning, like, why did it do that? So, a quick just intro to the movie. So, in case, for those of you who have never seen it or don't know much about it, basically the movie is Adam Sandler plays a guy named Davey, and you can tell it's Adam Sandler because it's modeled after him. He basically is an asshole. Like, there's no way around it. He's a jerk. He hates Hanukkah. He hates holidays in general. He's always drunk. He's causing mess. Like, they properly set this up in the beginning. And I do do give a point for that, that they do properly set it up. Reason being is because he had a tragedy during the holiday. This is kind of spoilers, but they kind of tell you about it even early on. So whatever. He lost his parents at a young age during the holiday. So that's why he pretty much, you know, hates it. And... He's on his last legs with the community. They're already threatening to send him to jail for like uh, 10 years or so. Here comes this old man named Whitey, who's also played by Adam Sandler, which is either a punishment or the greatest joy for, you know, depending on who you are. And he's like this little old man who was like the referee for his basketball team when he was a kid. He's willing to take, you know, take care of him. He's like, look, you know, I'll, I'll get him into my thing. I'll fix him. Just, just, just to wait. Of course, there is still an issue of like, hey, if he messes up on this, he goes to jail, regardless of, you know, you standing up for him, but, you know, whatever. And from there, it's just a bunch of shenanigans. Like, we find out that Whitey 
is constantly doing odd jobs around the, the, the town to a um, fund his life because he, he lives with his sister, his fraternal twin sister, who's also small and, well, I know it's kind of insulting to say this, but weird like him. You'll, you'll, you'll understand. And he basically does all this, even though people mock him. Adam Sandler, they, they show him trying to, you know, be like a, a referee, but we don't really get too much into that. But yeah, that's pretty much what he's doing with him while he's um, trying to be reformed. Adam Sandler also puts him in a porta potty covered in shit. Because, of course, they would have that. From there, it's just a matter of, oh, will he get fixed? Will he not get fixed? Of course he gets fixed. I mean, the only real emotional through line, uh, besides, you know, seeing this Adam Sandler character get better, is just that there's, there's like, this whole thing, like, at the town where every year they have, like, a ceremony, I guess you could say, where they're, they, um honor people in the town for various things and like the highest honor is like this badge that base that basically says like oh this is a good person or whatever and whitey has always wanted it but he's never gotten it but he feels extra good about the year so he's determined to get it and that's the movie it's a really quick set i mean the movie's only like 70 minutes long so realistically it's not like it's that painful to sit through but the problem is that this is a nasty movie it, like, not not that I can't handle adult stuff in my cartoons or anything like that, but it's like, because it's so well animated, it's at odds with some of the jokes that they do in this, and even then, they're not very good jokes. Like like, like I said, at, at some point, Adam Sandler pushes um, Whitey into a portal potty, and you see all all the shit come out, and him, you know, covered in shit, um, and it's super well animated, so it's like, that just, that's... That makes it even worse. That's not even funny. And then Deers come in to basically um, help Whitey out because he gets frozen in the shit. So that's even worse. And the Deers basically start looking at it and you see them like with their mouths covered in shit. And the whole movie's kind of like that. Like there's bits where like kids are laughing so hard that boogers come out. And it, because it's, again, it's well animated, it just makes it even nastier. And it's like, it, it wasn't even that funny of a joke to begin with. So making it even nastier to look at makes it more repulsive and that's a lot of where the movie loses the audience like granted that's not the 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 only problem the movie has but i would say that if that stuff was dialed back you could easily see where people would have enjoyed this a lot more and unfortunately because it's so detailed so well done it just makes the whole experience that much worse and unfortunately from my understanding that's kind of an audience problem because apparently a lot of those gross out jokes were kept in because test audiences for this movie really enjoyed it for some reason. And, I don't know, it, it kind of calls into just how different it is when you hear people online who really love movies talking about this stuff versus just the average person who just watches movies whenever they're relaxing or whatever. I don't know. I guess maybe there is a huge chunk of people who did like this just for what it was. I know the movie bombed when it first came out, but, I mean, realistically, it has grown an audience, given that it is regularly played. Granted, I saw it on YouTube um, with ads for free, but even looking into, like, okay, where is the streaming at? One of the first things that popped up was, like, oh, it's going to be showing on these channels at these times, so it's like, okay, I guess this movie, you know, is 
well beloved if it's you know popping up in all these places and hell the first time i saw it was on tv just on a random you know random uh showing of it so i don't know it is one of those things where you have to remind yourself that you and the film crowd more specifically aren't the only people watching movies there are people who watch these things on a regular basis who don't care for the greatest of quality of things. They just want to have a good time. And sometimes the things we don't like is delivered. And that's not to say that, like, oh, there's the film crowd and then there's the regular crowd. I mean, there are a lot of times where we overlap, you know, whether people want to admit it or not. There's a lot of film critics who love, like, the Marvel movies. There's a lot of film critics who love, like, the Fast and Furious movies. So this stuff does overlap. It's just that it feels so weird when it doesn't. And that's where people like to emphasize more on like, oh, the critics are always wrong or whatever. I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, he, here's my thing. I, I can see the points where it's bad. A lot of it I do not like, but I still have fun watching this movie. Like even on on its initial viewing, um, I didn't like a lot of it, but I did like some of the stuff I saw. And then watching it again, I'm like. I'm not hating this experience. Like, granted, I know why it's a bad movie. I know why it's not a good movie. And I don't recommend it on those fronts. But at the same time, because the animation is so nice, when it's stuff that, you know, is decent, it's really great. There's, of course, an intentional laughter in terms of some of the stuff that is done, like some of the stuff that is well animated, that is like, okay, I know that's messed up, but at the same time, it's so funny that that's well done. Like, there's a running gag where um, the Whitey character um, gets seizures, and not to laugh at anyone who has seizures, that's not good, but it's so well animated, like, the way he's moving and twitching, that I'm, like, I kind of get a laugh, because I'm kind of wondering, like, why did they animate that so well? Like, it's kind of similar to, like, the whole, the disgusting stuff, but my reaction is in, in the other direction now, where I'm questioning, why is it so animated so well but i can't help but laugh just because i'm like you know of all the things they animated that well and it's also because you know for a movie that you know tries to paint this character as like this nice guy and he he really is a nice guy throughout most of it the movie makes the same mistake over and over again where it's like okay the character's already putting down this character for being nice but the movie is also kind of putting him down too not just because, like, oh, you know, he has the seizures, which, you know, that enough is something like the fact that he's um, given, like, this um, small, deformed leg because he has, like, a regular size leg and a small leg, still does a sister. Uh, they give him the most annoying voice where he's like, oh, I'm Whitey. I'm going to help you out, Adam Sandler. Basically, something like that. Um, not my best Whitey impression, I'm going to be completely honest. I've done it way better. I don't know, maybe I, I should try it. I, I don't know, like, some people mention, like, uh, it's kind of like with, with the Mario um, voice. And I'm like, I mean, look, I don't think Charles Martinet's voice would work in a narrative feature, but um, I don't think it's this bad, like, um, Adam Sandler's Whitey's voice. But then again, I am laughing because I'm like, again, who signed off on this? You know, just... I don't know, it's just a bad voice, but it is a well-done bad voice that's kind of humorous just because of it. Just seeing this little guy being all like, that's a technical foul! I don't know what else I could say on that. It is what it is. But aside from those things, they make him do stuff that's just kind of embarrassing, and it's like, dude, the movie's 
the character's already putting this character down. The movie doesn't need to try this hard because there's like, oh, um, at some point he mentions that he's only had sex once and, and it was on, um, phone sex. And I'm like, why do you bring that up? You know, that, that doesn't make the character more likable. It just makes it more sad. And then there's a later scene in the movie where characters are talking about, like, the stuff that, um, he's done for them that they mistreated him for. Like, the, the first one is like, oh, he, um, basically became the antenna for this, um, family, um, while they were watching a football game in the rain. And I'm like, okay, you know, granted, you know, th- that one he gets put down, but it's not too bad. Like, it's, you know, just borderline, like, okay, well, you know, he's just helping them out, whatever. But then you get another one where it's like, oh, this girl tricked him uh, on prom night, uh, acting as if she was interested in him. And then when he showed up to basically dance with her, you know, the, the prank was revealed and he ran home to dance with his mom. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of bad, but okay, don't take it any further. And then we actually see where he's dancing with the mom and he even tries to cop a feel with her and I'm like again why are you trying to make this character more humiliating than he already is and, and that stuff is just at odds with everything and it, it doesn't help that the movie like okay it being short is good but at the same time uh because it tries relying on a lot of these gross out humor things uh humiliating whitey and whatnot it never really develops a lot of story for us to care about like uh, emotionally because you have Davy, who, you know, the Adam Sandler character, who is, of course, you know, meant to be nicer by the end of the movie. And the shift kind of comes out of nowhere because, like, at some point, he has to stay with the, the Whitey character and his sister. You know, it, it's just like, oh, you know, he was already, you know, he was still rude, but then he's slowly becoming nicer. And it's like, well, we don't really see that development. We also don't see much of him being a referee like he's supposed to be for, you know, his crimes. So... You know, it would have been nice if they had some of those scenes instead of the gross-out stuff, instead of all this humiliating moments, just to um, emphasize, like, okay, this is how he's changing. And then when he basically goes back to being, you know, when he goes back to being a jerk, it's like, again, this is just out of nowhere, because it's basically, well, okay, it's technically not out of nowhere. Whitey starts explaining um, Adam Sandler's backstory to his sister, and he goes too far, and uh, to be fair... On this, I'm like, okay, I'm kind of on Adam Sandler's side on this one just because he was telling you to stop ta- talking about it and you could tell that he's clearly in pain um, just thinking about it. So maybe you shouldn't have. Like, granted, I don't think Sandler should have snapped that hard, but at the same time, it's like, well, why do you, you're kind of being a jerk here by, you know, talking about stuff that's making him uncomfortable. It'd be one thing if Sandler was himself was the one explaining it because then I'd be like, okay, well, you know, that that's him talking about it. But... You know, I don't know, like, if someone were talking about my my sad story um, to someone else and I was telling them, hey, knock it off, I don't want to think about this right now, I'd be kind of mad about it, you know? So I, I can kind of understand that. But yeah, he does that and he goes into a mall and the mall comes to life. And I mean, they set this up, but this is just, again, just something that doesn't work about the movie. Granted, it's well animated and, it, and at the very least, it's not nasty to an extent where various figures from, like, Foot Locker, Seize Candy and whatnot, come to life to call him out on him being a jerk. And this is supposed to make him a better person. But it's like, well, how does that work? Just because they told him, like, hey, you've been an asshole, stop being an asshole. It changes him. I don't know. And yeah, I mean, like I said, for, for the most part, it's not that bad. But at the same time, there's some kind of disturbing stuff in there. Like, um, you get like a GNC bottle that comes to life. And he's basically talking about how he's essentially being a stalker, creeping on like the Victoria's Secret um 
dress that comes to life from Victoria's Secret. Basically talking about how he's watching her sleep and whatnot. And I'm like, how, how did anyone, um, how did these brands sign off on this? And funny enough, what I found out was that those brands were just put into the story. They were never really paid to put into the movie, which makes it even funnier because early on in the movie, which again sets this up, Whitey basically talks about how he goes to the mall to get happy. And he, there's a whole minute long montage of him talking about the various things that he sees and it's the stuff that you eventually get from the song where he's all like oh yeah i like going to the coffee bean for coffee yeah kb toys he's got toys full locker he's got my shoes and stuff like that and i'm like okay i don't know it's such a bizarre thing that i don't know i know they intended it to be funny in one way i'm laughing at at a completely different way so i can't really say that it's being effective in what it is i don't know it's weird because it's an unintentionally funny movie which is not something you often find in comedies comedies like you know if it's a bad comedy it is not going to make you laugh it is going to be hard to sit through and whatnot it's a bad comedy but it's still funny for different fucking reasons i don't know it, it is amazing how they they pull that off and for the most part it's why I enjoy watching it, even though it, no, it's, it's not a good movie. And I don't recommend it if you're watching it straight face. Like, if you're watching it for a laugh, like watching it kind of to mock it, like the way you would watch a bad movie that you, you want to watch to laugh at, definitely watch it with a, with a group of friends. Be prepared to, you know, add your own little jokes or just laugh at the absurdity of it all. Definitely a fun time. I can't really say that I don't recommend it on that front. It's just that if you're watching it just for like an actual like, oh, I'm going to be emotionally thrilled with this Hanukkah movie. It's no, it's not for that. I mean, given everything, I will say that it, it is, it does kind of suck because you can see where a good version of this could exist. Um, you can see where like an emotional Hanukkah movie, this could be if they actually tried to put it in effort because it's like okay so it's about a guy who had a tragedy and is trying to turn himself around and this old man is trying to help him out and it's like that sounds fairly sweet it sounds like something that could work um the whole thing with the with the badge and you know him trying to earn it because um you know he's always what you know helping out people again it sounds like a good idea for a story especially for the holidays it's just that the execution is bad because how nasty it gets how much it it rarely cares about its characters how much it wants to humiliate them and how much it avoids doing anything about them so it just it, it ruins anything that could have been good about it but funny enough it like i said it doesn't matter because you'll still be laughing for different reasons than what the movie intended so definitely makes it all the, the more fun i mean if nothing else and I know some of you probably thought that I was already forgetting about this. Adam Sandler got designed to be super buff. Like, at one point, like, he's shirtless and he's, like, very fit. And I'm like, okay, putting aside that he's an alcoholic in this movie, so that's no. Um, the other thing is, I'm pretty sure even at his peak, Adam Sandler did not look this buff. That definitely got a, a good laugh out of me, but... Yeah, I mean, that that's pretty much all, all I got. I, you know, it's worth watching to laugh at. Not worth watching if you want to be um, engaged with it in the, in the right way, so to speak. But I still had a good time, so I can't really say that I didn't. 
If nothing else, thank you for watching this Hanukkah episode at a completely different time than would be right. I hope to see you again next time. They're scratching up my floor! Here comes the seizure! Thank you for coming on today. If you enjoyed this, please consider subscribing to my YouTube channel where you'll see video versions of these podcasts. And if you just want to listen to them, there's always the option of just following the podcast on their various sites, whether it's Spotify, Podbean, or Apple Podcasts. Whatever you choose, I hope you continue enjoying these. And if you want to support me even further than that, there's always the option of Patreon. With Patreon, even just a dollar will get your name on the video versions of this and on other videos that I may do outside of these podcasts. A few dollars more gets you some behind the scenes info and as this continues to grow, you'll find that there's more perks to it. So I hope you consider supporting me through Patreon as well. In any case, again, thank you for listening and I hope you have a wonderful day.